Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Today's sermon, preached by Pastor Matt Smith, is titled, The Integrity of a Christian, from Proverbs chapter 20, verses 5 through 7. Proverbs 20, verse 5. It says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim every one his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. The just man walketh in his integrity. His children are blessed after him. I'd like to everybody bow their head and ask the Lord's blessing. Father, we ask you, Lord, to have your will done here today, Lord. Uh, just empty me out, Lord, and fill me full of your spirit, Lord. Help me preach your word in the way you'd have me to preach it. It's your word to go out the way exactly the way you'd have it to go. We ask these things in Jesus Christ, his holy, precious name, and amen. You may be seated. I thought tonight for a text tonight, the integrity of a Christian. I believe it's the way the Lord will have it to go. And the definition of a Christian's integrity is the wholesome constancy of a person's character based on a relationship with God and their inheritance of Bible principles. It involves doing what you know is right even when no one's watching and aligning your words and actions with your beliefs and morals. Christian integrity requires honesty, transparency, and being real in all aspects of your life. And I thought today in the world where we live today, Christians' integrity, and I tell you what, we need to have an integrity. We need to do what's right in the eyes of God, whether anybody's watching or not. I know there's people that does things right, like where I work and places like that. Don't try to do things right when I, they think I'm watching, but I ain't nobody. It don't matter if you do things right in my eyes. Do what's right in God's eyes. Don't just do things right when you think everybody's watching. Amen. When nobody's watching, God's always watching. He knows our heart. I tell you, I remember working a job one time, and I put my money in a machine, now, I didn't come tonight to preach me. I ain't preaching me. I'm preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I tell you the difference between a Christian and somebody's lost. Now, I just put money in the machine to get some kind of snack out, and two or three things falls out. I take one, and I take the rest and turn them in. They weren't nobody watching. People say, well, you didn't have to do that. I said, I got what I paid for. And here's what else came out that's not mine. This don't belong to me, so you take it. You, you do whatever you want to do with it. It's out of my hands. But I tell you what, I believe that is integrity. The don't watch right all the time, even when nobody's watching. In Proverbs chapter 21, verse 2 says, Every way a man is right in his own eyes, but the Lord pondereth the heart. I believe that's what you were saying a while ago about getting cleaned up. To get this cleaned out because the Lord, he looks on the heart. He don't care about the nose rings. He don't care about the tattoos. He don't care about the outside. People say, I ain't got nothing to wear. God looks on the heart. He 
don't care about the outside. He cares what's in here. That's what's going to go back to heaven. This old flesh is going back to the ground from where it came. But tell you what, but the integrity of a Christian is to do what's right in God's eyes. Praise his holy name. And right over in the book of Psalms, chapter 15, verse 1 says, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. That's who's going to abide in heaven. See, we need, we need to do what's right. The people that knows us the best. Our family. Our church family. The people we work with. The people we're acquainted with out here in the world, what do they say about our life the way we live it? How is our integrity? Do, do, would they say, if they was to tell somebody about us, about me, about you, could they say that he's got integrity, that he does right when nobody's watching? Because they're watching our life. They know if we're honest or not. They know if we're crooked. I tell you, when you go into a Walmart or go into a gas station and they give you back too much money, do you say, hey, you gave me too, too much money? Or is it like this morning in the Bible study saying, well, you know, they must want you to have it. They wouldn't have given you 10 more dollars than what you had coming back to you. Yeah. Or do you, are you honest? Do you have an integrity to know that's not right, to know that's not good, that that's not honest, and tell them you gave me too much money back? See, they're watching. You know, I, I've seen Christian people that, you know, didn't do right. I've seen Christian people go to a hardware store and maybe they was buying some lumber. Maybe they gave them too much lumber when they loaded up their truck. And now they loaded up too much, but they didn't say nothing. See, that's when you lose your integrity. That's when you lose your testimony. That's when the lost looks at you like we were saying this morning in the Bible study this morning saying they're supposed to be a Christian. Amen. See, I, I've heard that. I've heard that all my life about people. Well, you know, they were supposed to be a Christian and they done this or they done that. I believe when we do that, we're bringing the Lord to an open shame. We need to be truthful. We need to be uprightness. We need to do what's right. Not what we think's right, but what's the Word of God say, because the Word of God is right. And I tell you what, if we'll live close to it, one day we can live with Jesus. But we need to do what's right. We need to have integrity. We need to be reliable when we tell somebody we're going to do something. We need to do it. We don't need them to want, well, is your testimony, 
if somebody's to say you're, that you're dependable, could they say that you're dependable? Or would they say, well, maybe he'll do it, or maybe he won't? Time will tell. See, as a Christian, integrity, when we tell somebody that we are going to do something, we need to do it. I'm not saying there's time that things comes up when you can't do it, but when things come up when you can't do it, you get on a telephone and you say, hey, this came up. I'm not going to be able to do that right now, but we have to reschedule it. But I tell you what, but we need to be honest about it. We need to be reliable. I tell you what, that's just being responsible and taking care and doing what's right in God's eyes. Praise his name. We need to be trustworthy. We need to be able, as a Christian, people should be able to trust us. Amen. If they come to us, Come to me, come to you as a child of God and in confidence tell you something that they want you to pray for and they don't want everybody else to know it. They need to be able to trust you to know that they could tell you that without you going and getting on a telephone or getting on Facebook and putting it all over there where everybody and the brother knows it. See, that's not being, that's not being your integrity. That's not having their integrity. And that's not being trustworthy. God expects us to be trustworthy. I've had people ask me to pray, and they didn't want me to say their name. And I'll say that's an unspoken prayer request. I won't mention their name. It's not about me. I want, I want people to be able to have enough trust, enough respect to come to me and ask me to pray for them and to know I'll pray for them. I've had a cousin call me the other day. Well, he, his wife did. And again, it ain't about me. It's about God. She said he's getting ready to have heart cast done. He had a heart attack, but he wanted me to call you because he wants you to pray. See, that's what kind of confidence I'm talking about. I want people to be able to call me. I want to be able to call you. Whenever we have a need, whenever we need prayer, it's nice to know that we got brothers and sisters that will pray for us. Tell you what, we can trust them because they are trustworthy. The Bible says to know those who, am, who will labor among you. I ain't going to go ask a stranger somewhere to pray for me. I'm going to ask you because I know you. I've been in church with you all for a very long time. Amen. And I trust you. I have confidence in you. Glory to his name. Do I tell you what? Does the world see these qualities in us as a Christian? That's what I want to show them. We need to show them these qualities. If we ever expect to get them to Jesus... Tell you what, 
the old saying, like my mom and them had these sayings, I can tell you what some of them are, but some of them I won't. But one of them says, action speaks louder than words. You, you know what? You could say you're a Christian, and you might be. But sometimes our actions can't prove it. We need to live God's word every day. Not just on Wednesdays. Not just on Sundays. It's every day of the week. I tell you what, when I go to bed tonight, Jesus is on my heart. When I wake up in the morning, I'm thanking God for another day. If I wake up in the middle of the night, which I wake up probably five or six times in the night, and I'm always praying for somebody, because I don't know if I just have to go to the bathroom, or I have to do that a lot. But I'll just go ahead and pray for somebody, because I don't know. Somebody might need it. I've been praying for Brother Larry. I wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning. I say, Lord, be with Brother Larry. I don't know who needs the prayer, but I tell you what, God is faithful to answer our prayers. I tell you what, he is integrity. And we got him in our heart. It's not no big job. It ain't hard to have integrity as a Christian if you got Jesus in your heart you're going to want to be right. You're going to want to please the Father. I tell you what, you ain't going to want to please this old flesh. The flesh will get in the way. But I tell you what, the Spirit of God is stronger than this flesh. Amen. All we have to do is get serious with God. He's there all the time. At 3 o'clock in the morning, He's right there. When I get up in the morning, he's right there. Guess what? He's right here tonight. Amen. He goes everywhere with us. And I expect God expects out of a Christian Christ-like. Do what Jesus would do. Brother Justin gives everybody those bracelets. What would Jesus do? If we would live our life according to that. This church be full. And so will all the rest of churches throughout the world. People will have a desire to be in God's house. But I tell you what, the lost don't really have no integrity. You know, I was, talk, I was thinking too about the Bible says, don't be unevenly yoked, which also was in the Bible study today, talking about marriage, but I believe, like Debbie said, I believe it's more than just marriage. I tell you what, it can be integrity. Why be unevenly yoked with somebody that doesn't have no integrity? Because I tell you what happens. My grandma had another saying. She'd say, if you hang around with dogs, you're going to get fleas. So I tell you what, if you hang around with the lost, your integrity is that you're going to probably lose your integrity. Chances are you'll lose your testimony. Sometimes they'll drag you right back out from where God brought you from. Amen. That's why the Bible says, 
come out from among them and be a separate people, says the Lord. It ain't what I say. I didn't come tonight to tell you what I say. I come tonight to tell you what the Word of God says. It's the gospel. That's what saves people. It ain't me. It ain't you. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ and nothing else. Integrity of a Christian. Praise his holy name. A lot of times people can lose that integrity by compromising. Compromising the word. When the Bible plainly says not to do something and they start compromising it, trying to justify it, just like killed all these babies. They try to say, you know, it's for science. You know, I had, I had somebody tell me one time that they had Parkinson's disease, and he had Parkinson's disease, and he said, you mean to tell me if you had Parkinson's disease or disease and this stem cell research could heal you, you wouldn't do it. I said, you're exactly right. I would not do it. I would not have them kill an unborn baby to save me. Amen. That's murder. Any way you want to put it, you're saying that baby's life is not worth as much as your life. Tell you what, I ain't God. They ain't God. God, I tell you what, God's got the last say. When God says it's time to come home, he's going to call and we are going to answer. Amen. Don't matter who you are. I tell you what, we all stand flat level with the cross of Calvary. There ain't nobody the money. Riches ain't going to get you nowhere. Being poor ain't going to get you nowhere. I tell you what, we're all going to stand equal with God. Amen. If you got the blood applied, you're in good shape. If you don't have, you're lost. And if you leave the world lost, you're going to split hell wide open. We need, I tell you, we need, as Christians, we need to make sure that we have integrity. Praise his holy name. Bible says over in the book of Galatians, it says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. He that soweth to the flesh, shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit, shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And I was thinking today, if you want your children to be blessed, Sow a seed of integrity. Well, they will do what's right in the eyes of God. And they'll know. I tell you, I, I, think, there's, I think there's people out here in this world today, they don't know what's right. They don't know what's wrong. They do whatever they want to do, and then only, all of a sudden when something happens and they do something, they get caught, they get put in jail... Well, I was hooked on drugs. I'm a drug addict. Everything we do is a choice. 
You know, just because you're on drugs, that's your own, that's your own fault. Amen. I know I live, I was lost. I did a lot of things out there. And guess whose fault it was? It's my fault. I'm the one that did it. But I had people praying. People that had integrity. People right here in this church that had integrity. There's no what was right. I tell you what, I can remember when I got saved. And I can remember when Brother Rick took me out there to that water hole and went out there to baptize and he tried to talk me out of it every which way he was. And I said, no, sir, I want to be baptized today. He says, but it's lightning out here. I don't care. I want baptized. So he said, all right. So we went out there. Lightning was flashing, and I went under, and I came back up. And I just felt like, I, I, I don't know if anybody else felt this way before, but I felt like I could have just went right on up to heaven. Amen. Amen. That was the best day of my life. And I tell you what, Brother Rick done something that day that I've never, I've never seen him do before. In all my days, I just got baptized. He asked me to pray. I don't know if anybody else ever seen him baptize somebody else or if he baptized you. and did, did he ask you to pray afterwards? I never did see that before. But you'll never believe what I did that day. I prayed. And I ain't never been the same since. That day there, I received integrity. That day forward, as I got saved, I tried my best to do what the Lord will have me do. He says, preach, I'll preach. He says, do whatever he says, that's what I want to do. I want to do what's right in his eyes. I, it don't matter about your eyes. What matters is his eyes. I'm going to try my best to do what's right in his eyes. I tell you what, we got Christian integrity. Well, I tell you, we will want to please the Father. Glory to his name. The Bible talks over in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 14, verse 14, it says, Though these three men, Noah, Daniel, and Job, were in it, they should deliver but their own souls by their righteousness, saith the Lord. We can't save nobody. Only thing we can do is live our life for the Lord Amen. and have Christian integrity. We got the Lord within us, so it ain't something that's that hard to do. I mean, Noah, we know about Noah. Noah found grace in the eyes of God. His, him and his whole family was saved by grace. Same way I'm saved by grace. You're saved by grace. I tell you what, God must have saw something in Noah. Noah must have had some integrity. I believe he pleased God. He found grace in the eyes of God when nobody else did because of the wickedness that was going on. And Daniel, we know old Daniel, we know he prayed. 
three times a day. Amen. Even when they came to him and said, you know, we got a law. If you pray, you'll be thrown in that lion's den. Daniel prayed anyway. Right. Daniel had integrity. He was doing what was right in God's eyes. He didn't care what man had to say about it. Amen. You know, our, our brothers and sisters over in Nigeria, they're not worried about what can happen over there. I mean, there's a lot can happen over there. But I tell you what, they've got the integrity that they're going to serve God one way or the other. And Barb was talking about how excited that young man was to talk about God. I tell you what, we ought to be shame on us. Yeah. On me. We need to be excited. I tell you, just to think what Jesus Christ did for each and every one of us. That ought to be enough to shout. That ought to be enough to testify. That ought to be enough to walk the extra mile. I tell you what, you talk about a reunion. I got one to go to. I'm just not sure when it's going to be. But I know one thing, it's going to be good. Old Daniel over in the book of Daniel chapter 1, verse 8. Says, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's meat, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the prince of the English that he might not defile himself. See, Daniel purposed it in his heart. He wasn't going to do like the rest of them. He wasn't going to eat the defiled meats. He wasn't going to drink the wine. He was going to do what God would have him to do. He purposed it. It was on purpose. He had a mission. He had his mind made up. That's what a child of God has to do. They got to get their mind made up who they're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve God. My mind's made up. I've done a purpose to, in my heart. I'm not nothing to go back to. I'm going forward. Because one of these days, when I hear Jesus say, enter on in to the joys of the Lord, let me tell you something. That's going to be worth it all. I don't believe we will remember anything down here. All the sorrow. The Bible says there is no sorrow in heaven. No pain. No tears. No more sickness. I don't believe we'll remember none of this stuff down here when we get there. We're going to have way too much other things on our mind. Sitting at the feet of Jesus. Thanking Him for making it possible that we can make it to heaven. That we don't have to go to hell. I tell you what, I'm glad today I don't got to go to hell. I'm glad I get to go to heaven tonight. Praise His holy name. You know, over in the book of Job, book of Job says there was a man in the land of Oz whose name was Job. That man was perfect and upright. And one that feared God. 
Praise his name. He had, he had what it took. He had it all figured out. And the devil comes to God one day. God asked him, what are you doing? All I'm seeking whom I may devour. And God says, well, have you considered my servant Job? Yeah, I considered him. I believe he considers all of us. But God's got that hedge about us. Just like he did for Job. He wasn't going to do no more for Job than what he'll do for you or me. He had a hedge about him. And the devil told him, you got a hedge about him. Can't get to him. You let that hedge down, then I can get to him. And he'll curse you. And curse the day that he was born. And right over in Job, says, And there was a day when his sons and daughters were eating and drinking wine at the eldest brother's house. And there came a messenger to Job and said, The oxen were plowing, and the asses were feeding beside them. And the Sabaeans fell upon them and took them away. Yea, they have slain the servants with the edge of the sword, and I only am escaped alone to tell you. But Job kept his integrity. Job went through a lot. I won't go through everything. But Job lost all of his children. He lost all of his animals. He lost, he lost respect of all of his friends, all of his family. His wife says, why don't you curse God and die? And she said, he says, you talk like a foolish woman. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I tell you what, that's integrity when you got sores from your head to your toes and you done lost everything you got. And you're out there sitting in a pile of ashes taking an old broken clay jar and scraping the boils off from you. And you're blessed in the name of the Lord. Because blessed is the name of the Lord. He giveth, he taketh away. When we have things that comes up in our life, like I know I've had death in my family. You all have had death in your family. And through all of that, with all the sorrows, all the troubles I've seen, all the pain I've had, all the sleep I've lost, I can say, blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. He giveth, he taketh away. But I know where they're at. And like David, I can't bring them back, but I can get to where they're at. Job lived an upright life. He did what was right in God's eyes. He, he, had, he had some really good friends that sat there with their arms folded looking at him, shaking their heads, trying to say, Job, what did you do to, to deserve this? What did you do to bring all this up on you? Job didn't do nothing. Job was an upright man. Job had integrity. Job trusted God. Job never one time cursed God. He may have cursed the day that he was born, 
but he never cursed God. Because he said, blessed be the name of the Lord. He giveth, he taketh away. I tell you what, that's integrity. Praise his holy name. Book of Psalms says, Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed, for I put my trust in thee. Let integrity and uprightness preserve me, for I wait on thee. We need, as Christian people, to always remember that integrity, to do what's right, to wait for God's leadership. He'll lead us. We got the Holy Spirit. See, when we get in trouble is when the Lord, when we do something that we shouldn't do, and that Spirit, Holy Spirit, tells you that you're doing wrong, and you just kind of ignore it. You feel real bad, but you ignore it. Then the next time you do it, same thing, Spirit's saying, you know you're wrong, but you ignore it. And before you know it, it's just easier and easier and easier. Before you know it, you're not being condemned by it. Because the Lord's trying to get your attention. That's when we get in trouble. When we try to override the Spirit of God. We need to follow His leadership. When we say something we shouldn't say and the Lord's Spirit, Holy Spirit says, you know you shouldn't have done that, we need to make things right. When we go somewhere we shouldn't go, I remember an old friend of mine, I wanted to go visit him. I wanted to get him in church. As soon as I walked in the house, there's all in there smoking marijuana. And I already had me clear in the middle of the house and the only thing that was going through my head was, how am I going to get out of here? And I went there to try to get them to go to church. But here they was. They didn't want to hear nothing about church. Finally, I got my way back to the door. And I got out of there. Holy Spirit was telling me, get out. I, if I would have been listening, he could have told me not to go in there to start with. But see, I was trying to get, I was trying to justify it. I was trying to say, well, I'm going to try to get him to church. If people ain't ready for church, if the Lord hasn't conditioned their heart, we need to leave it alone. I'm talking about myself. Because I, I tried to open up doors and I tried to get people. When I first got saved, I was going around telling everybody. I would have knocked them in the head and drug them here if I thought that would have saved them. But I, all I was doing was pushing them back. Amen. And before you know it, you're just wasting your breath. You'll never reach them. I learned that lesson through integrity. Do what God wants you to do. When he wants you to do it. He'll open that door. Just like me when Brother Rick used to ask me to come to church. The Lord was getting me conditioned. Brother Rick would turn on the gospel. When I got one of them cars up at that dealership. It didn't matter what car it was. 
He knew what his car was going to be. He'd get in there and turn that station. And I'd get in there and turn it. Back over to the rock and roll. Then one day, I left it there. The Lord was getting me conditioned. And you all was praying. See, that's what it takes. That's integrity. That's doing what's right in God's eyes. So if you're here today and you're lost, why don't you do what's right? As we stand and get a song, why won't you come and give your heart to Jesus? That's what's right. If you want to go to heaven, it's through and by Jesus Christ and nothing else. You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.